Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang and the Ghost of Christmas Past. Good morning. Good morning. Campo. Good morning, Joanna. Good How morning. are we today? What's happening? Good to have you back, Warren. Yes, good oh, to I'm have back. You back. I'm ravel, back. The ravel. We did our best. We're working, uh, you know, hard conditions. Oh, don't overplay. <laughs> With each you. other. Don't overplay <laughs> your hand here. But no, no, the boys have done an absolutely top job. And guess what? You are now cursed to be part of the regular team forever and ever. <laughs> so uh, before it's, it's a legacy of Camo, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the time I toddle off to the nursing home, uh, you will be well-seasoned performers. I doubt And you'll have to look after the next 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're on the concrete you gang. You noticed we didn't laugh then, listen. <laughs> I told you if we did something bad enough, they'd keep us doing it. <laughs> yes, Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and uh, plenty to talk about this week. A lot going on at the moment. I've been a bit out of uh, out of circulation. Uh, I have been following the adventures of the Concrete Gang through the podcast. Wasn't the smartest idea to podcast us, but anyway, I have been following, and uh, despite the uh, appalling uh, football commentary, you have been very busy and talking about a lot of stuff, and maybe what we should start off with talking about is the, the rally. Win on the weekend, did you say? Uh, okay, sorry, watch out. The rally next Wednesday. I tell you what, I've been out. We've been doing site meetings flat out. I know Goanna has too. That our troops are fired up. They're ready for real change, and we're going to have our numbers are going to be on the street and doing what we do best and what we've always done best and sending a message to both sides of government. We need the rules are broken and we need it changed. 
Yeah, I'd had toolbox this morning, um, a good one at uh, Brunswick Village, uh, Nicholson Street, Hacer job. Um, good feel at the end of it. A lot of members, um, you know, they, they're getting their heads around. I think the important part is that we can't be complacent just because we've got good wages and conditions now. Um, if the Liberals get another term, there's nothing to guarantee that. Um, we'll still continue fighting as we have. We've lost nothing um, in terms of wages and conditions uh, over the last tax since pretty much since Howard created work choices. But um, the the benefits of voting Liberals last at this next election and turning out in the streets is uh, is very important to the members. But we've also been reiterating how important it is to get out the message out to. Uh, your friends and family in other industries that um, don't leave it to us. Get on the street if if you're not going to fight about what we've what you've lost and um, unaffordable wage conditions. Then when are you going to fight for it? Correct. There is nothing more certain than the fact that government is government, and government don't necessarily do what they say before they become government. And. Uh, don't take a, a chance on everything's going to be glorious after some date in May that's yet to be announced. Get on the front foot and let's build the campaign and let's maintain the trade union movement as an independent movement who are looking after the members of the union. Yeah, Warren, there's a big problem with um, Parliament. It's full of politicians, mate. And when their lips are moving, they're normally lying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Let's just say... I will be the greatest <laughs> I'm surprised the battery's still working. Hey, that's, we'll get on to uh, how I got my hands on the Donald talking pen. But thanks to the gorilla, he's back in the country. He's not here with us today, and Buzz is missing an action too. But uh, Just for a change. Just for a change. Just, uh, but we've got, I've got me Donald uh, Trump talking pen and it'll get played a few more times before the end of the show. I didn't realise you're a Donald Trump fan. Oh mate, he's the greatest president they've ever had and that really tells you everything about politicians. (laughs) They all say they're how great they are. In America. And Shitmo is talking shit (laughs) and his treasurer is talking shit in the budget and we'll get on to that. There's a fair few contradictions that go on, isn't there? Oh... My old man used to say to me, bullshit baffles brains, but when you believe your own bullshit, you're in trouble. And unfortunately, they all believe their own bullshit. A lot to be said about (laughs) 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 self-assessment. None of it good. But look, we do have to talk about a matter during the week which was absolute uh, tragedy, uh, and that was the death of the young apprentice up in Sydney on the job in North Sydney from... I think it's the Gallanon or Gallanon job. I'm not sure how you exactly pronounce it. But they are an EBA company in New South Wales and that collapsed the the birdcage scaffold that was clearly overloaded and uh, which then collapsed and uh, trapped the young bloke and he died while trapped under the, the debris of that collapse. And there's a few other people got injured and there's a few people who escaped by the skin of their teeth. The, the, Absolute disgrace. And it's a tragedy in that, you know, I feel, I feel for his dad and I also feel for his mother. Both worked on the job. His dad was a, a carpenter and the mother was running the tuck shop on the job and he'd only just been 18 for a week, you know, and we've still got a bloke who's in a critical condition, a 38-year-old man that's still in a yeah. serious condition. It's just an absolute tragedy. 
Yeah, a couple, I think a couple of brickies who who jumped and just just escaped. I've got to tell you, as a, um, I've, I've, my young fella just started in the industry, and um, he's not even quite eighteen. It scares the uh, shit out of me um, to think that these things. You know, we we know it's a dangerous industry, but um, everyone everyone needs to uh, just keep your eyes and ears out for each other, and you just if you see something unsafe, please bring it up because tragedies like this happen way too often, and, and it's been said before. Until a boss goes to jail for this sort of stuff, it's going to continue to go on. Well, that is one of the great truths. There has been how many people died in this industry over the years and it still goes on and scaffold is one of the areas where corners are cut all the time. Need to get a plasterer in, need to get a painter in, need to get a brickie in, need to get someone in. Well, just pull the ties out of the scaffold and even even if you know you're putting people at risk, let's just do it because the schedule's more important We'll get away with it this time, just like we got away with it last time, but there's always a time coming where you don't get away with it and someone loses their life. Oh, yeah. Yep, and until the boss loses his freedom, it's not never going to change. Well, it would do uh, a few people a whole world of good to work out that uh, their privileged situation is not what most people uh, have to put up with and it might do them a little bit of good to spend some time behind... The reinforced concrete at Raven Hall and other great jobs like Union that. built Raven Hall. <laughs> Union built That's Raven it. Hall. I'll, and, I'll we say, would li- and we would like to put a few people in the union built. Hopefully uh, not us. I'll say, um, <laughs> yes, the Liberal government would love that, wouldn't they? I'll say that, you know, you hear quite often employers, especially small business um, employers who, you know, think all unions are anti, anti-business or whatever, but... The great one I love is that, you know, business management or, you know, someone who started a business will, will say, well, you know, we took the risk and we took on the debt and et cetera. But the, the real risks are, are what our workers and our members are facing. They're, they're out there in the extremities of the weather. They're out there with no guarantee that they'll have continual work for the year or let alone, you know, till they're 65 or 70, whenever the retirement age is. They're out there with no guarantee that their body will last that long. They're out there with no guarantee that they won't be killed or maimed during that process. They're the real risks, and we're the ones that are taking the risks. So value your labour um, and and don't fall for the, the old trick that the employer, it's okay for the employer to go away for six to eight weeks during winter on a European holiday while he lives in a mansion and drives a flash car. Your labour's what's provided that, not, not his bank balance or, you know, the risk he took. The risk is what our rank and file is out there doing every day. A little bit different between physical risk and financial risk, especially when you can uh, just burn the company and avoid the risk completely. And Phoenix again, yep. Yep. Anyway, we should also have a quick talk about membership. The membership is renewing at an incredible rate. Congratulations to all the members. Congratulations to the organisers and the delegates. If ever Shitmo needed to understand what the allegiance of building workers is, he would soon work out that appealing to tradies, putting a vest on, putting a white helmet on, doesn't appeal to them. What appeals to them is an organisation like the CFMEU who look after their members. And you can only tell one, in my view, only one way you can tell whether a union's got its support is how many members they've got and how quickly they renew their membership. And our membership renew twice a year. They pay their money every six months. And this time we've even surpassed 
last October in terms of the renewal rate, already over half of our 30,000 members are financial and we're within three days of the turn of the ticket financial. And that tells you we've got the support of our members. So, shitmo, believe in your own bullshit again. Well done, comrades. And I suppose it, it goes back to histories of union. We, we, we thrive in adversity, and adversity is definitely what we've had for the last 15-plus years. I'll tell you how good we're going. I went to a hickory job the other day, and the dog went check my ticket. That's how good we're going. <laughs> well, brothers, we, that's the way it always was. And he was shocked. We were Here's in. my ticket. Can I see yours? And that is the way it should still be. But anyway. And anyone says you don't have a choice, there's two choices. Pay or leave. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. There's two options. There's two options. That's a choice. And just on the membership, yes, the uh, the ticket is four ninety five. But let's be clear, we're making it very obvious that forty five bucks of that is in fact the GST. That does not go to the union. That is GST. We have absorbed that and try to keep the union dues down. And uh, even at four ninety five a half year for the on site workers, that is still cheaper than any other branch in oh, the, by uh, far. the in the country. Please, if if we're getting this odds at the casino, you, you pay eight hundred a year. The returns that you get, there'd be a line up at Crown, you, <laughs> and you can claim it back on your tax. Hundred percent, it's a double. Oh yeah, it's win win win, folks. Righto. Uh, we might just have a quick minute before we go to a song. Uh, we might just have a quick mention of the budget and what was the most notable feature of the budget, even though we're only a few weeks off an election. What is the priority of the Shitmo government? $200 million to the ABCC. More than they've ever had in their whole existence. Shows you where their mind's really at. It's not for the uh, the future of Australia. It's trying to get rid of their main competition come election time, which is the union movement, in particular CFMU, who uh, rallies their members probably better than anyone and uh, also gets involved in uh, marginal seats. And it turns out we're pretty good at it. And so it's face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, and it's between us and the Shitmo government and all the bullshit that they've talked over the years. What about some of the stuff in the budget? You know, People need to educate themselves on these things that they're saying they're giving back to workers and working class, safety nets, etc. I know, just for one example, Headspace. I know Headspace is an important um, safety net for a lot of our youth. Um, and I remember when Abbott first got in, he took $150 million uh, out of it. He, uh, they've since given him back 75 of that. that and they're selling it as, um, you know, they're trying to uh, fix this the youth issue with suicide and, and family issues and that. They, they took $150 million, gave 75 and they've turned it into a spin where they're doing the, the youth some justice. But that the, the budget's full of it. The budget is full of it, and I mean, some of the stuff you just question, what is the value to the Australian people of giving the cowboys from North Queensland all that bloody money? Uh, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was I waiting mean, for it. Just, just so everyone knows, and it's available on the net, uh, Shorten was actually up there the week before in a cowboys jersey, and it's been a policy of Labor since 2015. 
And I, I knew that this was happening, <laughs> so I've, I do have a little bit on Essendon weekend now if oh, we've got please. a spare time. Are we going to talk about Footscray as well? Yeah, helping, we're gonna, helping John Howard? That's what they did last time. Uh, when they were in trouble for election, eight mil to yeah, the Western Bulldogs yeah. to help them out. So, Mate, listeners. This, this, this budget shit has just got to stop. This so, listeners, uh, the jury's out on the, the Western Bulldogs. If anyone can prove that the Western Bulldogs are supporting a Liberal, I'll, uh, I'm happy to jump ship. But until then, they're finally playing all right. And, uh, how, how are Essendon going anyway? And North Melbourne, actually. Listen, we're going I'm in the middle here, listeners. Fair dinkum. We're, we're resetting. We're getting ready. Yeah. We just thought we'd give you a fair run at the start. Righto. What are we going to do next? We go under the, the song? song. Reckless. Uh, Aussie Crawl. on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> and, some, and some bloody reckless promises about fixing uh, all these imagined problems and not dealing with some real problems. Oh, exactly. I mean, we have still not got a policy stated clearly by anybody what the hell they're going to do about climate change. And anyone thinks that climate change has not taken place, they're clearly listening to... <laughs> I was. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. We're got. Uh, we're surrounded by absolute morons, and you would think that someone, even a, even a half wit like bloody Scomo, would actually think, well, I've got to talk to people, not just about, not just the current generation, but the people who maybe not old enough to vote yet, who are going to be inheriting a bloody, much worse bloody planet than what we've got even at the moment. And you would think, well, I'm going to, I'm going to stand a chance for the next 20 years. No. Well, no. here we are. Believe in their own bullshit. Here we are assuming that uh, they would give a fuck about that, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a leftover. I think the uh, the coppers would call it a brief. I'd say the uh, the coal 
the coal industry's been supporting the Liberal Party and had their hands dirty with the Liberal Party or and and Labor during Rudd and Gillard. Let's be honest, that yeah. they'd have quite a few briefs on uh, these politicians, and they they support a lot of the election campaigns. People aren't. <coughs> When they got that sort of stuff held over their head, they're obviously, I mean, it wasn't that long ago when ScoMo took the, the, the lump of coal into Parliament, oh, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Defending his mates who also defend him come election time. So you can't, I can't see him really caring about the future um, of our country, let alone the youth, when they're only worried about lining their own pockets and maybe, you know, people that um, have photos of people or whatever and uh, might be worried about things coming back to bottom in the past. Exactly, you know that climate change affects us all. Like you, you, people in the bush, you know, record bushfires, record heatwaves, record drought, water management in the Murray. That's oh, a joke. Fish kills. It's just an absolute joke. It's time to put the bullshit politics aside and actually let's get a solution and start trying to change it. You know, you know, I laugh. I'd, but you're I'd, all going to get a tax cut, and it'll mean fuck all, nothing. But and I, your power I, bills will go up. I laugh when uh, when you hear some of the rednecks say that you know the indigenous people were here for forty million years and uh, all they created was a, a stick or whatever the joke is. Well, uh, they were here for forty million years. We've been here for a little bit over two hundred. The country's nearly fucked. We're nearly done. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure who the geniuses are there, but uh, well, wouldn't be the first time a redneck. The cheapest, made a fool wa- of himself. cheapest way to learn is from the experience of others and. Uh, if you don't, you end up repeating the mistakes that other people make, and we're certainly doing that at the moment. Well, unfortunately, there mightn't be anyone left That's if we right. continue. Now, we might cut we through to one thing where hopefully people will learn, and that's the hoist problems, where maintenance of hoists during working hours has now been knocked on the head big time. Yep. The hoist has to stop. And we've, you'll see an alert on our Facebook, and obviously it'll be out at all, on all the jobs. So when, you, when there is maintenance done work on, on the hoist, work stops. So no work. If you're above four floors, everyone stops while the maintenance is getting done. They have to schedule that for eight hours. You want to do it during hours? You've got to stop people going above the fourth floor. Hmm. Simple as that. Yeah, Warren, there seems to be a an issue. I know I've got it in certain parts of my area as well with the council um, cracking down on work on Sunday, no work on Sundays in a lot of areas, um, and also uh, Saturday Saturday hours and outside of mm. normal work hours. So um, I know the union's trying to work with Melbourne City Council um, in terms of trying to get Sunday work for emergency work and stuff like that. Mm. We understand that the restraints on the job are being squeezed as well, but we're not going to put... Uh, or accept That's rank right. and files lives being put at risk um, just for a, a little bit of a time delay. Well, a bloke's lost their foot because time was more important than his foot. That's it. They can schedule it to do Saturday hours disgrace. during the week. Yep. There's ways around it. Program your job better or set your hoist up better. Set two up. Set it separately. You know? yep. It's not That's, rocket science. No, none of it's rocket science. Now, just quickly before we go to Skellywags, Easter... This is the big one. We only get it every few years. Every five or six years, we get a big one. And that's where Easter runs into Anzac Day. And basically, we shut down for the whole week. My my liver can feel it already. And we're not going to stuff it up just for someone to get an extra little bit of work done by working the Wednesday and the Friday. Sorry, the whole lot is shut down on the calendar and unless there is an agreement 
maybe in some of the infrastructure areas where work can only get done when the public transport system shuts down, unless there is some agreement in place, all done properly, in accordance with the agreement, there ain't going to be no exemptions. And I know the, the executive have said that. Anyone who needs dispensation has to go direct to the executive. Yep. And I tell you what, you'd think the industry was never going to start again. I've had that many builders whinging, we need to do it, we need to get this done, we're behind on program, we're behind on this. It's nah, It's our time. Righto. Scallywags, Build Corp. Trouble with hoist. Oh, please. Build Corp, please. Is that yeah. James Goose, is he still involved? Oh, yeah. yeah. Got- James the Scots... Scott- uh, what is it? Scots College Carpenter. We got yep. we got Vince Notorious, uh, South African. Um, they pulled the hoist down on the job without an internal hoist, and they wonder why no one's going past the fourth floor. And they're trying to hit the subbies up with liquidated damages. They haven't even like their two floors are totally incomplete, but no one can do anything because they can't get power to the hoist the elevator for six weeks or four weeks. And now they're trying to hit the subbies up for damages. That's good to right. see that changed. Vision Steel Fixing. Oh, Vision Steel Fixing. Found them on an RCQ job. Um, they haven't. They don't. They don't believe they have to pay Co-Invest. They believe they're a non-EBA company. We don't have to pay Co-Invest. So we've got Co-Invest taking legal action against them to get them blokes their Co-Invest. It's a. It's by law you have to get Co-Invest. So righto. We've also obviously got uh, Shitmo. He gets a nomination for his budget. H&Y in Tassie playing up again. We've seen some of the footage. You'll see it on our Facebook. They're precast. They're using just tie-down straps to bring precast to the job. They're also yeah. chocking, the, chocking the trailers so they can unload it with timber. Oh. Uh, the boys look they, like they're on fire down there. They're yeah. on their 12-week challenge. I think they might be a bit hangry too. Oh, yeah. Uh, APM, Paul Howard, mate. You always prided yourself on when you shook hands on a deal, you carried out the deal. You're not carrying out the deal, son, so you'll get nominated. We've also got a uh, Suki Lala, Ms. Credlin. Oh, how good oh, is Sooking up about poor Tony might lose his seat. Well, have a sook on someone else's shoulder. But final nomination for Scallywag is Ganyon or however you pronounce it, from Sydney, where the young fella died. I think they're the winners, aren't they? Yep. Righto. We're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to, to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and for the Gorilla, we're walking to New Orleans. This time I'm walking to New Orleans. I'm walking into New Orleans I'm gonna need to parachute when I get through walking these blues when I get back to New Orleans You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.